Hello there, and welcome to the Hockey Locker Podcast. I'm your host, The Flash. This is episode four. Uh, in this episode, I will give you my review of Skatefender's Pro Compact model of shot blockers, uh, and we will tackle the age-old question of hockey pants versus hockey girdle. Uh, interact with me uh, on Twitter by following the account at hockey underscore locker, or you can email me at hockey locker podcast, all one word at gmail.com. Uh, I want to thank everybody for all of the support. Uh, we're now, or we've been, been three episodes in now, the fourth episode. Uh, I've really enjoyed hearing from everybody uh, who's listened to, uh, uh, to the show. Um, I, I want to make sure you all know that my only goal with this podcast uh, is to bring you the information and talk about the issues and the questions that are important to you uh, in the world of hockey gear and training and fitness. So please send me your requests or your questions. Uh, I really want this to be driven by you, um, as much as possible. So definitely follow the Twitter account at hockey underscore locker. If you haven't yet, uh, and let me know what you think with that said, let's get started with episode four. Hope you enjoy it. Okay, so I'm going to review a product for you guys uh, that uh, I needed to get, uh, and um, since I needed to get it, I figured, what the heck, why don't I review it? Um, and uh, when I say needed to, I really needed to get this. Sometimes we say, oh, I needed a new pair of gloves, or I needed new skates. This one I really needed, um, and I needed it because a couple of weeks ago, uh, I took a slap shot to the foot. I took a puck to the ankle, uh, trying to block a shot. It was really pretty stupid. Um, I probably said before, maybe I haven't, but I played defense. Um, and, uh, I just, I stepped in front of this guy who was winding up to take a big, big old slap shot. And like an idiot, I kind of, I guess I got scared at the last second and, and I turned, uh, turned to my left and I took the puck right off the bone, uh, the ankle bone. And I, I had to look this up. So on WebMD, it's the lateral malleus, um, which is felt on the outside of your ankle. And it's the low end of the fibula. It's that like pointy protrusion, uh, sticking out of the outside of your ankle. So I took a puck square, dead square, perpendicular, to that bone, um, right off it. It was loud as shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, everybody in the rink could probably hear it. Um, I went down immediately. It was extremely painful. Um, and I'm just really lucky because, uh, it, I didn't break anything. Um, and, uh, you know, I was wearing stiff skates, so, uh, I think they definitely provided some protection, but, uh, it was it was very very painful. Um, I set out a shift. Uh, I then uh, it was sort of toward the end of a period, so I set out I think maybe two shifts, and then um, the intermission came, and I kind of got out there to try to skate, and I, I could actually skate. It was okay. It, was, it still felt stiff. It's probably stupid of me to finish the game. I finished the game anyway, and I got back into the locker room, and I kind of undid my skates and. Uh, and then it really <laughs> started to hurt again. <laughs> I guess the skate was like holding it together. Um, so I had a lot of swelling. I didn't break anything. It's fine. Uh, I guess we're like two weeks later now. It's it's totally okay. 
Um, but I do, I do not want to go through that again. Uh, I've taken pucks off the foot in the past. Um, it's never been this bad. Um, probably I remember one, uh, time, maybe a year prior to maybe two years prior where I took one off the instep and it was bad. Um, but not nothing like the pain, at least the short-term pain that I felt, um, this time. So I kind of had been, um, toying in my mind with the idea of picking up a pair of, um, shot blockers. And there are a few different models out there on the market. Um, but, uh, I always kind of had my eye on the skate fenders, which seemed to be the most popular, uh, at least at the pro level. And, um, certainly the most popular that I see, um, other adult league players using. But so I'd been kind of thinking about that uh, before. It would be nice to have that security, not be nervous on taking a, a, a blocking a shot. Um, but this kind of sealed the deal for me. And as like a, literally as soon as that game was over, I said, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to I'm 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 definitely just going to do it. I don't want this to be an issue anymore. So uh, I went uh, did a little Internet shopping. Uh, I gravitated immediately toward the Skate Fenders product, that brand, um, uh, again, because they seem to be sort of the mo most prolific uh, um, around. Uh, so I went and looked at those. They have three models uh, available, and you can check them out on, on skatefenders.com. I'll post a link um, to, to that on the Twitter account uh, if you follow that, at uh, hockey underscore locker. Uh, so they have three models. They have a standard model a full pro model, and then the compact pro model. Uh, and the differences are basically um, the standard and the full pro are basically the same uh, product. Uh, they, um, compared to the compact, which I'll talk about in a second, they, they cover basically the entire area of the boot, um, the front area of the boot from, I would say, like the end of the toe cap, um, the, the seam of the toe cap, uh, over the laces, uh, all the way up to, to, to where the, the laces go up the foot and then both of the side, um, uh, uh, uh I guess the side walls, I don't know what, what you call those of the upper, you know, both parts of the upper going back, uh, across the foot and they sort of end at the back of the ankle and then they're obviously open at the back. Um, so the, but those two models, the main difference is the pro is, um, said to be made of a higher grade of polycarbonate. So um, it, it, interestingly, it says it's stronger uh, than the standard model. It also says it's lighter. So I guess it's just, just a more expensive plastic, basically, that it's made out of. And I think it's about a $20 price difference. I don't know. I don't have the prices in front of me. Um, but I, I think it's something like a $20 price difference um, between the two. So if you're in the market for these, I'm not really sure why you wouldn't go with the stronger and the lighter model, but I guess if you're, you're trying to save money, you know, I can understand that for me, it was, it was less of a um, choice between those two because my local hockey store sells the pro full pro model and the compact pro model, the third model. So the compact compact pro model is uh, the same, the higher quality polycarbonate um, but it's a more of a tapered uh, design. So it's not, it doesn't have the full coverage of the full um, model um, the, or the, the, the full pro model. Um, it basically, it has a, 
like a three-point connection system. Um, it, it has a hook or a, a, a loop that is um, sort of at the bottom of it, uh, and that loop sort of reaches, I would say it's meant to sit probably right about at the uh, maybe third eyelet. Um, I'm looking at my, actually I have my skates with me here um, just so I could. Um, so mine attaches at the second eyelet of a size seven skate um, is where this Velcro loop attaches. And then it kind of sweeps back. It covers the lace area. So the top part of the foot, you still have basically full coverage of the top part of the foot and you have full coverage of the ankle area uh, and going up to the tongue. Um, but it, it, it kind of has cutouts around the um, outside, j just beyond the toe box. So that there's less coverage on the side uh, of the skate. You still pretty much have coverage for your instep, um, but it, it's kind of like, uh, uh, oh, well, I didn't look up the, these bones. Uh, I guess I should have, but <laughs> whatever the ball of your foot is cover is called, um, that's where it's missing a little bit of coverage. So it ex you, you have you, the ball of your foot exposed um, and, and then on the opposite side of the skate. Uh, so it, it's the connection system is different in that it, it connects um, with this loop around your laces in the front of the skate, whereas the full uh, standard and the full pro model have two loops, one that goes underneath your um, skate. It's a loop that goes in between the uh, boot or the outsole and the holder, and then one that, that loops around behind. Um, and then the Compact Pro just has the, the one loop that just stays connected. Um, you can take it off if you want, or, but it stays connected uh, to the laces and then the loop going around the back of the skate. So um, I, um, uh, I ended up going with the um, Pro Compact. Uh, and um, I didn't actually really debate about it in my own mind too much um, because for me, the main concerns that I had were with getting hit in the top of the foot and the ankle. Um, I, even though, as I told you in my story of what just happened to me, um, I was an idiot and I turned sideways. Um, I, I know that in general, I'm decent at being in the proper position uh, for blocking shots. So in, in that position, it's really my main concern is getting hit in the tongue area uh, of the skate, the top of the foot, um, and, and, and that, that ankle area. Um, the, the, whether I go with the pro compact or the full pro, it's not going to help me from an impact directly on my toe. Um, uh, there's no coverage there. So that really doesn't matter. So I didn't really need the full coverage. Um, and I guess like I'm worried about the weight, even though it's probably not that big of a deal. It's probably more of a psychological, uh, effect, you know, thinking, well, I want to get the, the most streamlined version possible. I want to add as little weight as possible to, um, to my extremities. Uh, so I kind of, I kind of went with that, but probably more than that, what drove my decision to get the pro compact, uh, the compact rather than the full was, um, I was worried about getting dressed, uh, and adding time to my dressing routine. Um, but it wasn't so much adding time. It was more like I was worried that if it's annoying to put on, then it would make me just quit on them because it, it, if, if, if it's, if it's a difficult and an annoyance, I'm not going to use it. If it's annoying to put on in a game, um, you know, I might be tempted to skip it in the game. If it's a, if it's annoying to put on when I go to practice, I mean, I, I try to have this, um, you know, I try to avoid going to stick and pucks or anything like that and not wearing my full set of gear because I, I just somewhere along the way in my 
hockey career, somebody's told me always practice in what you play in. Um, and that has kind of stuck with me. So I didn't want it to be something that got really annoying and, and I ended up quitting on them. So with the pro compact, you can leave that one connection, um, hooked into the bottom of your laces and you can still lace up your skates. And then all you got to do is flip it down and then do that one Velcro around the back and it's good to go. So, um, that kind of drove that decision for me. Um, these, these come all, all the models come in two sizes, basically a small or it's a small medium and then the large and the small medium is meant to skit, uh, fit skates according to their website starting at size four to four and a half up to eight narrow um, and then larges are for any size eight and over so I'm probably right on the border but you know I'm a seven so being within that range I went for the small medium I went with a small medium um, and it's definitely a uh, you know a tight fit um, but in a good way. Um, because another thing that I was worried about is especially if I went with a large, if there was any extra space there for it to wobble around, I certainly didn't want to feel anything wobbling around, you know, on the ice. Now they give you with these, they give you like a, um, it's like a square. It's a few inches by a few inches. It's big enough probably for anybody's needs, but you know, I don't know if it's maybe four by four or something like that. Um, it, it's like a square of adhesive foam, uh, and you can attach that foam to the inside of the plastic. Um, and that would probably, that would be there for if it's rubbing in a weird way against the skate or to take up volume, uh, you know, if it's too big for the skate. So I, clearly they've thought about that. And if that didn't work for you, you know, certainly you could go with something of a different thickness, um, which you could easily pick up at a Home Depot or something like that. So that's good. Um, uh, they were smart. I, I like the way the straps are designed on this. Um, if for no other reason than the straps, like the strap in the back is designed so that when you connect it, the tag end is sticking out the outside of the skate. And these are labeled. There's a label for left and right. Um, and so when you, when you um, put that strap on, the tag, the extra end is sticking out the outside. Now, the reason that, why that's important is because if you leave that tag on, then um, you don't want to get you know, if they were on the inside, they might catch on each other or catch on the other skate or something like that. So they don't. And of course you can trim these. I haven't decided to trim, uh, them yet. Um, for two reasons. One is I, I want to be absolutely sure about my fit, uh, before I do any trimming. The second is I kind of like having a little extra material to be able to pull on it till I kind of cinch it down. So I'm a little worried that if I, if I trim it all off, um, that I won't have that there. So that's something I still, want to play with, um, before I, before I do that. Um, I mean, in terms of what they look like and everything, you guys can see the, uh, see the, um, the pictures and stuff on the internet. I would say that they are thicker in person. Um, the plastic is thicker than that. It appears in pictures on the internet. Um, and that's good. Um, because when you get it in your hand, you really feel like, um, this is something that can block a puck. Um, I feel like when you're looking at the picture, sometimes it maybe looks kind of like a toy or, you know, kind of maybe looks a little bit flimsy, but when you get this in your hand, you have a lot of confidence that it's, uh, it's going to do the job. Um, this rib structure also another thing when you get it, when you get it, um, physically, you know, in your hand, you can really feel how like this ribbed structure here adds structural integrity to the, to the, 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 the product. Uh, it's not just aesthetic. Um, it's definitely, uh, adding some stiffness, uh, to it. So there, it's pretty impressive, um, product to, to check out in person. Uh, so again, putting them on is, um, 
pretty easy with these the pro compacts you you hook it into your to that front uh, part of your lace um, you just kind of have to find the sweet spot i'm sure it varies depending on the size of your skate it's pretty easy for me i just hook it on then you kind of tie your skate up and then you flip them down and you you cinch that back uh that back um strap and you're good to go that's really all, all you need to do um i don't know honestly how big of a difference this is going to make but i tuck my um tongues uh, into my shin pads. Uh, I did not have any interference between, uh, the shin pad, the bottom of the shin pad and the top of the skate fender. Uh, you know, I guess that's something that could come into play if you have particularly long shin pads. Um, I actually really liked how it seemed to take up to fully take up any exposed area on my tongue, um, between the top of my laces and the, um, in the bottom of the shin guard. Uh, so I was actually really impressed with that. Um, but you know, your mileage may vary if you're a flopper. I, I don't know, um, whether you could really flop tongues, uh, with the, I guess you could if they're long enough, but, um, if you, if you have your tongue sticking out, um, you know, that could change the fit a little bit. Uh, you know, I just don't know. I don't do that. So I, I can't really tell you for sure. Um, but another thing I did like about them is that when you put these on over your tied laces, I like how um, it keeps the laces in place uh, or it sits on top of the laces and kind of holds holds them there. Um, the way I put my stuff on, like, I don't know, maybe I'll post a picture or something on, on the Twitter account, but um, I tuck the tongues in uh, under the shins um, and then I have my socks come down, obviously, over, over the shins. Um, and then I, I usually like kind of tuck the laces up into the sock just to try to keep them out of the way. And then when I, then when I do my, um, sock tape, you know, I'm kind of trying to keep all that tight, keep it together. I don't, I don't like, uh, you know, the extra laces flopping around, especially if they come undone or something like that in a game. So I kind of like how this is like, that's kind of taken that aspect out. I don't have to deal with that. Um, so it's almost like the net effect of not having to deal with the laces in the dressing routine. Um, it's almost kind of washed out. So that's kind of cool. Um, so using them in a game, um, I have used them in a game. Um, and I guess what I'll say is I pretty much don't have anything to report, uh, about using them in a game in a good way. Um, I really felt no noticeable difference in weight at all. I mean, nothing. Um, I was supr very surprised. Um, I had no hindrance in my skating. I, I mean, I just basically didn't notice them. I mean, probably the only, <laughs> the only psychological um, hurdle to get over, uh, a hurdle of any kind to get over, was just getting out on the ice for the first time and feeling a little bit like a dork. Um, be, you know, <laughs> because it, it's almost like I don't know if you ever go to a skate park or something like that, and you're like, you, you know, it's like feeling like you're the guy, the kid that showed up in full pads, head to toe helmet, um, elbow pads, knee pads, wrist guards, um, <laughs> you know, everything head to toe. Cause your mom made you wear all the pads. It was kind of like a feeling like that for just a second, you know? Um, but I mean, I've really forgot about them very, very quickly. Um, I don't think that anybody really would blame another player for wearing something like this to, to protect themselves in, in a game. Um, so I kind of got over that really quickly. Um, just, I just literally didn't notice them in the game. Um, 
it, I did like what I already mentioned about holding the laces in in the game. I did sort of in the middle of the game, kind of like, oh, look down, like, you know, that's pretty cool. Like, no, 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 having to worry about that anymore. Um, it did. They did give me more confidence on the shot blocks. Again, it it might have been just because of the experience I had with being in a bad position. So it was uh, in the, in the in a prior game. So it was more at the forefront of my mind. You know, if, if I'm going to step up and block a shot. I need to be in a good body position to take to take the uh, to take the block, um, and I had the opportunity to set up for that a couple of times. The shot never never either came my way or never never hit me, um, and so I didn't have that. I did um, ask a teammate to take a couple shots uh, at my feet in warmups, um, and they were pretty light. You know, just to I just kind of got wanted to get a feel. Um, so I, I don't think this is really representative of what they're actually like, you know, to take a big slap shot with, you know, it was just kind of like wristers from, oh, I don't know, 10 feet away. I mean, I felt nothing. You, you feel nothing in these skate, uh, in these, um, blockers. Um, they do a great job. And I think a lot of it has to do with this ribbed sort of design. Um, I'm no physicist, but, uh, I'm just guessing that, um, they really disperse a lot of that, the impact across the entire surface of the product. So, I mean, I think that's the whole point is you're still, obviously the force is there of the puck striking you. It's just, how is it going to be distributed? Are you going to take every bit of that force into one tiny spot? Like I did off my lateral malleus, uh, of my right foot, or, um, is it going to be spread, you know, over a larger surface area of the foot? Um, and so that's where I think the benefit is. So, you know, I would say my bottom line is if you, are concerned about you know foot safety. Uh, um, I, it's interesting because um, I think there's a a lot of disparity among skates in terms of how much uh, protection you're going to get on a given shot. I mean the materials are so are constantly changing. Um, you know it's funny because the the skate companies they don't really market their skates as you know well, this one is you know this composite material so this is more protective or this one is you know th this material or you know I, I don't know that may be a liability thing i i don't know why there's not a lot of emphasis placed on that um but i can say that as the the skate game uh, uh or the skate marketing game at least moves more and more towards these lighter skates um, you know, lighter materials and all that. Um, you're probably, we're probably going to see the protection in skates going down rather, rather than up the natural protection. I mean, certainly it's different than those, those, you know, very flimsy leather boots where you probably would feel everything, you know, I, I don't know, but, um, I think if you're serious about protecting yourself in the game, it, it's worth, um, checking out a product like this. Definitely. Uh, if you play defense and you plan on blocking shots, you know, on a regular basis, um, you know, check them out. So let me know. Um, definitely curious to hear if any of you guys have tried uh, the skate fenders or a, a competitor. Um, I've, I haven't tried any others uh, on the market. I, I'd love to hear uh, if you have and if you have any thoughts on those um, or if you have any questions about these. I will try to update as I get more opportunities to skate uh, in these on the ice. I will certainly update you uh, if you. Uh, if uh, I notice anything new or noteworthy uh, for you all. So um, let me know what you think. Um, get to me on Twitter. You can follow the Twitter account at hockey underscore locker or email hockey locker podcast at gmail.com. 
Okay, so I got a great um, topic suggestion from a user on sports2k.com, Nittany Pucker. He suggested uh, that uh, we talk about the differences between pants uh, and girdles and the different type of models um, that are out there and available uh, and what you could, uh, what you should be looking for uh, when, when making a decision on that piece of gear. So I, um, I like this topic because I've actually um, tried a, a lot of the things that are out there on the market, a lot of different pants, a lot of different girdles. Um, I'm, I, I've spent a long time trying to find what I like. I think I've settled on what I like. Um, and so, uh, you know, the first thing I'll say is that this is a bit, this is actually a big topic. If you were to Google this, uh, you know, pant, hockey pants versus girdle or, or search it on any of the big um, forum websites, you're going to see a lot of topics about uh, this um, because I think that there, are, when you really look at what's out in the market, there's actually a lot, a lot more. Um, than you might think. Um, and, uh, it's such a personal preference, uh, piece of equipment. Um, you know, there, there's, it's hard to look at it objectively, but we can, you know, sort of go through what's out there on the market, um, and talk about what factors you might consider, um, in making the decision. I mean, for the, 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 the overarching decision is, are you going to wear pants or are you going to wear a girdle? Um, and I think there are a lot of factors that, that go into making that, um, decision, you know, the, the fit and the comfort is obviously a, a totally, uh, a personal, a preference type, um, uh, decision. I mean, beyond the, the basic it needs to fit, it needs to stay up, uh, you know, on your body. It needs to cover the areas that, that, um, you know, need to be covered. Uh, uh, you know, once you get beyond that, you know, do, is this the right size for me type? type question. You know, you, you look at comfort, you look at the level of protection, um, that you need and, and kind of balance that against, <clears throat> it's usually a trade off between protection and, uh, flexibility or protection and weight. Um, you know, so that's another factor, uh, you know, obviously, uh, <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're like me, a uh, look, the, the look and style is probably a factor for you too. Maybe it's not as big as the others, but it's one of them. Uh, but with that, um, you know, obviously color, uh, is an issue, uh, if you need to match your team or if you want the flexibility of, um, being on multiple teams and you want different color pants, um, you know, that that's one issue, you know, I'm going to wear shells, you know, a girdle with a shell or a shell over pants. Um, you know, so that's something you have to think about. Um, you know, and it's also hard to have a lot of pants, for example, <laughs> you know, if you, it's hard to have five different pairs of pants and store those and carry those rather than, you know, one girdle and a bunch of shells or, 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 you know, one pair of pants and a, and a bunch of shells to go over the pants. So, the other thing that I found with making a decision on this is um, it's kind of hard to know what you like without skating in them. Um, I mean, I've tried pants on in a store, um, you know, when, when I've been shopping before, and um, I, I don't know. I just feel like it's one of those pieces of equipment like, you know, shoulder pads, you can kind of put them on and move around and, you know, grab a stick and maybe stick handle a little bit and feel what that's going to be like or elbow pads, like same kind of thing with pants like unless you're really skating, it's hard to know how it's going to affect your ability to move. And it's kind of a critical thing because that area of the body is so integral to your movement, you know, your thighs, your core, um, you know, your back, um, all those areas that pants or girls touch. Um, so you could wind up with weird restrictions that, that, 
it's hard to identify, you know, if you're trying on in the store. So to the extent it's possible, if you have any chance to try things out on the ice, obviously that would be ideal. But, you know, I, I don't know what, if there are any stores out there that let you demo pants. <laughs> I, I doubt that's one of the pieces of equipment that, that, uh, they're going to let you demo, but if they do, that'd be great. Uh, and there's just so many, um, so many options out on the market. Um, all right. So why don't we run through what, uh, are the sort of categories of girdles that are out on the market? I mean, I think if people are more familiar with pants, um, I, I don't, I don't think there's a big mystery about that, but I think there is a lot of confusion about what, um, are the types of girdles that are available? What are the differences between them? And if you haven't spent a lot of time trying them on or researching them, uh, you know, you, you, you may not really know what's at. And the other thing is that a lot of stores have a very limited selection of girdles. So it's hard to see these things in person. Um, and so anyway, with that said, let's, let, let's talk about the different types. So, um, I, in, I, I try to look at everything I, I could that's, uh, you know, on the market or has been on the market recently and is available in the secondary market. And I've kind of put girdles into three categories. So the first category I would call like the wrap or snug fit type of a girdle. Okay. These are the ones that are like, kind of like bicycle shorts, um, in terms of the, the fit to your body. Um, and they usually have the pads, um, sewn in to the material and they, they hold tightly to your body, like almost like, you know, um, a football pants, uh, do with the, with the thigh boards, you know, tightly to the body. They're usually made of a Lycra material. Um, the, the fit in terms of how you put them on is either a wrap, uh, a wrap around with Velcro to secure or, um, or they slide on shorts. Uh, so a few models, um, that fit into this category recently the bauer um supreme models have largely um, been like this in recent past um the 190 the 195 the total one um they were all this wrap the total one nxg kind of moved to a different category and i'll talk about that a little bit but now i think the 180 um still kind of follows this wrap uh style the warrior project uh girdle uh, Easton's Synergy Girdle. Um, actually, I honestly don't even know if they have that a new one on the market uh, this year. I should have checked that, but uh, I will. Um, Eagle, uh, the Eagle or Tacla, depending on how it's branded. Um, they've they've kind of consistently had one of these on the market, um, and uh, I've tried. Um, wow, let's see. Ugh. I've tried a lot of these. I. <laughs> uh, I have a 195. I've tried. I've had a project. I've had a synergy um, in this category. Um, <clears throat> so I found, in, in terms of pros for this, um, you know, pros versus cons for pros for this type of a, a girdle, um, it's definitely the lightest option uh, out there. Um, so that's a plus. The pads definitely stay tight to the body, which is good. This this is more personal preference, but this might be, you know, when we talk about like, you'll hear a lot of players say like, oh, I want to be mobile. Um, it, it's hard to know what that means. Does mobile mean I want everything to follow my, my body parts as I move, stick tightly to me? Or does mobile mean I want something loose and flowy so that it's not restricting me? But so th if that's your definition of mobile, then th these type of girdle keep, they keep the pads tight to your body. Um, so those are some pros in terms of cons. Um, I have found 
and I've also heard anecdotally that the sort of lightweight like lycra type materials, um, they're they may be less durable. Um, the especially you you'll see them sort of fraying with the the velcro. Um, they uh, they're vulnerable to that, so you have to watch out. Um, they're probably vulnerable to skate uh, cuts and things like that too. Obviously, if you have a good shell, uh, you know that's that's not going to be that big of a deal. But um, these type of girdles can be hot um, because the material doesn't seem to breathe very well. It creates kind of like a heat envelope around your midsection. So some people have that issue. Some people don't seem to. Models like the um, ba uh, Bauer Supreme, with it's more of a wrap, are going to have that have less of that problem because they they um they kind of come around and wrap around the body and, and they're still kind of a um space um like in the inner thigh where it's not completely covered around but the ones that are shorts uh that's the project the synergy the eagle the, you know those are um those are going to have that issue they can be difficult to get on if they're not a wrap um because you you're you know you're basically pulling tight you know again like it's like bike short material you're pulling up over your stuff so it depends on like, you might have to change what order you get dressed in um another issue is these are less likely to have the jock integration although i think at least the easton does um i don't think the warrior did um but you know so you you'd have to wear maybe a separate um jock whereas with other models you don't necessarily have to um and again um an another issue is it's a little hard with the socks uh, I've found to how are you, uh, how you attach them, how you hold them up. It can be a little weird with this tight, you know, sort of shorts thing, you know, over top. Again, less of an issue with the wrap, but you know, if you're gonna wear a garter, you're gonna wear a, a velcro, um, uh, one of those jock shorts, you know, it it can be a little bit awkward um, uh, getting the socks in there. On the plus side, if you do have them tightly secured, and then you have this girdle over top of them it could even possibly hold them down um more um and then finally i know there's a lot of cons on this on this one thing i just i think this is my least favorite you know category of these these girdles but another another thing on the cons is um i found it's hard to find a, a shell that fits these nicely because there's the girdle so tight to your body the shells tend to be really flowy and kind of loose looking like i felt like i I felt like it looked like and felt like I was wearing like a garbage bag, like a really thin, flowy material around my pants section. And, you know, I know that's just look and it's not function, but it if it affects the way you play, um, then it's important to you. So, you know, that's something to look out for. So that's the first sort of category. The second category of girdles that I find on the market, I'm calling them like the pants analog. And what I mean by a pants analog is it's more like, they took the interior um, structure of pants and uh, separated it from the shell. So it's it's as if you're putting pants on just without the shell. Um, and so some examples of ones that have been on the market or are on the market are the Bauer Vapor line of girdles. They call it their Adaptable Core Pad or ACP. Uh, I think it started with the 40s, um, you know, the, the XXXX uh, 40s, um, but they certainly had the X60, which I um, I, I have had. Um, the uh, Apex, um, uh, APX also. Um, CCM had a model called their Vector Pro, 
um, which I don't know if they still have on the market, but they're for sale around. There was also a Reebok 9K retail pant. Now, this is different than the 9K Pro or Pro Stock model, um, which I'll talk about in a minute. Um, but basically, um, it, it's like what I said. Like If you look at the, the Vapor uh, ACP, um, it's basically the interior of pants. They just took off took off the shell. So um, one notable feature is these might have adjustable legs, um, maybe not necessarily adjustable for length uh, up and down, but um, the, the strapping uh, around them uh, may be adjustable so you can get um, the, the, I guess, the volume of the fit. Um, the, ba- uh, the Bauer ACP models had even an adjustable spine protector. Uh, the angle of the spine protector was adjustable. Um, so, you know, in terms of pros and cons, um, yeah, I mean, they're the closest to traditional pants, um, if you're interested in a girdle and having the flexibility of the shells. So to me, this, this is the closest sort of fit. Um, I don't see a big difference in weight with these. Um, the Bauer models seem to have just about as much, um, uh, protection and and uh, and along with that just as much weight um, so there's not a, not a huge difference there um, but if you're it, you know so if you're looking for for pants uh, or the pants type protection and pants type fit um, then uh, you, you've got that in these especially if they have the adjustable leg you know volume now in terms of cons um, you know I guess I, I, also with these you're less likely to find uh, um, the integrated jock, um, that may be a big deal to you, maybe not. Um, but I mean, the, the only major con here is that there's no, you're not getting any advantage or, or any disadvantage, but you, you get, in my view, no big advantage over traditional pants, um, other than maybe the shells. So, um, you know, if that's what you're looking for, if that's driving your decision, then this is something to look at. Um, all right. So the third category, uh, I'm calling, this is a girdle still, I'm calling the hybrid style girdle. So these are the the models that have like a snug wrap-like upper and a more traditional lower uh, piece with, you know, adjustable legs and things like that. These might have uh, integrated jocks. Um, It's basically a tight-fitting upper with a free-floating lower thigh pads. Okay, so a few examples of these. um, The Bauer um, Total 1 is moving in, into this with the NXG, uh, the m- most recent version. Um, Easton had their Motion Elite pants, um, which were set up like this. And then, of course, you know, the big one is the the Reebok 9K Pro model um, that a lot a lot of people really swear by and is extremely popular. Um, you know, these are in terms of pros. Um, these are probably the most adjustable or customizable. Um, category of girdles um the 9k for example uh uh not only obviously has the 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 belt um and and by the way with with a, a snug upper like this i think you have a much wider range of um fit in the waist so what i mean by that is um i you know i i i was i'm a about a 29 inch waist um and I was wearing a medium Reebok um, 9K, um, and I I liked it in the medium because I liked it that it started bigger and I could kind of cinch it down all the way. But it was very adjustable. I probably could have gone a lot 
you know, could have been for a lot wider guy or a lot, a lot smaller guy. Um, so there's a big range, um, in what you can do just in the belt, uh, you know, in terms of tightening that down. Um, uh, but also the nine K has, uh, the, the, the thigh pads are like, are, they wrap around each leg and they're free floating. So they're, it's almost like they're hanging, um, by one strap in the front. They hang from an area right on the front of your thigh, um, by a Velcro strap and that Velcro strap is adjustable in length. So you can make it, the, the, um, thigh pad hang shorter. You can make it hang a little longer. And then of course it wraps around in Velcros. So you can control again, that volume, how tight is it going to fit to your leg? And, and of course you can do that, you know, on both sides. So very, very customizable. Um, in terms of the fit, um, it's also the 9K is also probably the, I would say the most protective of the girdles that are available. Um, the hip guards, uh, well, first of all, the kidney protection, uh, you know, around the, your lower back, um, it's pretty good. It's not as big as pants, but um, it, there's definitely a good amount of kidney protection. The the 9K is um, recognizable pretty easily with that spine piece. Uh, it's like a gray plastic spine piece. Um, uh, and it has the, I mean, they're almost pants like in terms of the, in terms of the kidney protection. Um, but, uh, um, the, uh, there are also these floating hip pads that kind of hang from the belt area and they, they hang, um, right down at your hips and they have these big, thick plastic, um, you know, plates, uh, um, uh, over them. So, so they're, they're nice and tough. The thigh boards are thick and, um, you know, again, kind of pants like in, in terms of how, um, how much protection is there. So definitely the most protective girdle option, um, is the nine K pro in terms of cons. Um, again, this goes with protection, but, uh, with having that more protect, more protection, the nine K is definitely heavier, um, than a lot of other, um, girdles out there in the market, significantly heavier. Um, and I will say this about, about weight of a pants or a girdle, it's not going to matter nearly as much as um, certain other pieces of equipment. For example, it's not going to matter um, as much as extra weight in your gloves or extra weight in your skates because if you guys think about it, I'm sure a lot of you know this, but you know just to just to kind of give an overview, there's a huge difference in a uh, in extra weight on your extremities versus extra weight around your core. Um, the principle, you know, I mean, if you've taken high school physics is, you know, moment of inertia. Um, you know, um, if you uh, want to illustrate this, you know, just sit around the house, try to put, uh, you know, uh, put a, put a, uh, if you have something like a sandbag or something like a, I don't know, I'm trying to think of what, what's a heavy thing, like a, like a billiard ball, let's say, put a billiard ball in your pocket and walk around and see how much it changes um, the way you walk and how noticeable it is versus hold the billiard ball out in your hand, out in front of your body and walk around or out to your side um, and see see the difference that it makes or try to balance it on your foot um, or lift it up you lift it up with your with your leg or with your foot it, it's it's a lot uh, weight further out away from your body it, it makes a bigger difference than closer into your body so heavier pants a hundred grams heavier pants not, you're probably not going to notice that, um, three, four, 500 grams difference. You're going to start to notice that, um, you know, but with, you know, with skates, a hundred grams difference in a skate is actually pretty darn noticeable, I think. Um, so there's, there's a difference there again. So, you know, your mileage may vary nine K heavier than others. 
Another issue with these, the shells in this type of hybrid pants uh, girdle thing are like usually proprietary shells. So the 9K definitely has, I mean, the, by far the best fitting shell for the 9K girdle is the 9K shell. That being said, you can use other shells um, with these, of course, if they, if they fit over it, then it works. I have found um, they don't look that good. Like really the only shells I found that look good on the 9K, they look like they fit properly. They don't have that flowy problem that I was talking about before um, are 9K shells. Um, now, it's really only a major problem. Like, you know, like I said earlier, if the shell doesn't cover part of the girdle, that's when it's only a major problem. But your mileage may vary. Um, you know, uh, that's what they're, they're set up to use their own shells. Uh, you know, so availability might be kind of a, kind of an issue. Um, you know, 9k, um, girdles and shells pretty much for the most part, you got to go on, uh, eBay or, uh, pro stock hockey dealer, um, site or to a, a team sale or something like that. If you want to find a variety, but, I mean, they're out there. Uh, it's just not as easy as, uh, and they're, they're, the market prices are more expensive. I mean, you know, uh, a typical, um, retail shell, uh, you know, Bauer shell, for example, uh, I think they run about 30 bucks, right? Uh, but 9K shells, a lot of sellers, you know, on the internet and on eBay, they want upwards of 50, 60, 75 dollars, even for rare ones going up over a hundred dollars uh, and more. Um, so, you know, it can be tough to find what you need. Um, all right. So that's kind of an overview of the girdles that are out there. I'm not going to go nuts talking about every pant model that's out there. And the reason I'm not going to do that is because it, their pants are all basically the same standard setup. I mean, there are differences in fit, you know, like Bauer has their three lines that they're kind of trying to distinguish with, you know, the vapor fit versus the Supreme fit versus the Nexus fit, you know, so there, there are definitely differences. Um, but for the most part, you know, I mean, and they have, there can be different features too, you know, um, some have leg zippers, most pants probably nowadays have leg zippers. Some don't, um, you know, some have adjustable lengths, um, uh, the Bauer apexes, at least I know that they've had adjustable length now, like up to an inch of adjustability for a while. Um, and then of course, within an individual line, you have the top of the line going down, you know, and, and going down in quality and, and in protection and all that. I mean, we, on this, uh, <laughs> in this podcast, we're usually talking about guys that are all, uh, all picking up the top end gear. So that's usually just what I talk about. But within that, you, know, you could look at, at different levels of protection. Um, but for the most part, it's really the same setup. Um, it's pretty much ubiquitous across, uh, across the different brands. Um, so when would you, I guess the bottom line question is when would you pick pants over girdles? Okay. So in my experience is this, you'd pick pants if you want the most protection. I would say that for on, on average, all else equal pants tend to have better protection than girdles. Um, especially the big issue for me is looking at the butt, spine, and kidney areas. Um, I think pants definitely have more protection uh, across the board um, in those areas, especially kidneys and spine. Uh, most girls, 9K aside, the 9K the has some decent protection up there, but for the most part, um, there's a way more protection in that area um, on pants. You know, So if you are uh, especially if you're a center or you're a, you're a forward who spends a lot of time in front of the net getting, you know, cross-checked in the lower back, you know, that's something to think about. Um, 
you know, so that's one. Um, if you want, you'd pick pants, I think, if you want less restriction on your leg movement, if you want the least restriction possible. I mean, basically, when you put on a pair of pants, the idea is, you know, you tighten it down around the waist and you have just, you know, some free flowing space for your legs to move um, within, you know, your thigh pads and the pants just kind of, um, you know, sort of work their way around you. Um, if you don't care about changing your color, uh, your, your pants color often, um, you know, pants uh, may be for you. Um, you can still go with shells over the pants. I've never, I've never actually tried that. Um, so I, I don't have a lot of experience with that. I guess it's really just a matter of finding something that, that fits right um, if you need that uh, for your team. Um, also, if, if you have fit issues, um, I think that uh, even though, like I talked before about the f sort of flexibility in the waist of the 9K, that's that's only going to really apply um, to certain players. I mean, especially if you have like, you know, guys that have like beer guts, uh, I think are going to have a hard time working their ways away into girdles because um, I, I just don't think when it's when it's meant to tightly fit around that area, uh, you're, you're going to have to sacrifice something. If you have a large gut and you have to push that, that waistline down below the gut, um, then, you know, the, the minimal amount of, for example, kidney and spine protection you have on a girdle, you're pushing down even further. So with pants, I think because you can loosen that area up, you can wear suspenders with pants. You can do that with girdles too, but you can wear suspenders with pants. Um, I think it's easier to accommodate, especially bigger guys with pants. So on the flip side, um, when would you pick a girdle over pants? I think you pick a girdle if you want something, uh, if you want the lightest weight option. They're definitely lighter. Um, you want a girdle, I think, uh, is something you should look at if you have weird dimensions. If you have weird body shape, weird body dimensions, um, then you you might want to look in this hybrid style and and the guys I'm talking about are like the ones for example that have um you know a small size a waist for a small but leg length that is like for a large you know you need that extra length um you know for example or the opposite you know you have a really you have a tiny waist but you have even shorter um or I mean you have a you have a large waist but you have uh, abnormally short uh, legs. So I think with the hybrid style ones where you can adjust the length of the thigh protection, um, that might be the best um, best option for you. If protection is not your primary concern, um, if you're playing in, in a league that's uh, no contact or low contact or no slap shot or, or whatever, um, you know, girdle um, may be a better option for you. And then, of course, I've said it many times, if you're on multiple teams or if you're like probably most of the people listening to this and your taste changes a lot um, and you would rather shell out the, you know, 50 to $100 for a shell um, and rotate through those rather than, you know, $150 plus for multiple pairs of pants, especially if you're talking about pro pants um, and then having to store those and having to transport those around, um, girdle might be for you. So I've made you wait. I've really gone in, gone into a long-winded discussion here. I've made you wait long enough. I've kept you in suspension. Uh, I'll tell you what I have finally settled on after using almost every model that I've I have um, mentioned here, uh, at least in terms of the girdles in one form or another. Um, I am finally uh, feeling best in Bauer Vapor 
pants. Um, I think my bottom line for me is I really did like the 9K and I used it for a really long time. Not to go into all this, but I, I even modded mine so that I built in a jock into it and I even built in a socks uh, a garter um, connections uh, into the the shorts part of the the 9k so it was like I had one thing that covered everything it was very very convenient um, at one point I had a nice big collection of shells you know that I could could um, change around um, bottom line is I could not get the mobility that I wanted in the girdle um, I just kept going back to wanting the more open leg. Um, and with the vapor, I get the open leg. I, I leave the, the pants unzipped. Um, it has like a gusset in there too. So you can just kind of leave them unzipped in the game. Um, but so I have it. So I have like the tapered fit in the midsection, but the open leg. And for me, this is just ended up being the best, um, compromise, um, to, to get what I wanted. Um, I, I, I also, something I didn't even mention in all this discussion is I, I hate, absolutely hate when the thigh pads um in whatever i'm wearing interfere with my shin pads and i know that you you know you can cut the the flap off the shin pads and there are ways to reduce that and i tried everything and bottom line is no matter what girdle i was using to one extent or another it was interfering with my shin pads and i just can't stand that so when i finally went back to the the vapor pants uh, probably about six months ago i just it was such a relief to not have to deal with that issue, um, you know, anymore. So, you know, I only have one pair. They're black. Not a lot of flexibility there, but you know, I, I I'm happy with them. I, I think that the bottom line is that's what that's what I need to be playing in um, uh, to play my best. So that's what I'm going with. Um, so with all that being said, I would love to hear how you guys made your decision on this piece of gear. What did you go with? What have you tried? What have been your, um, experiences? Um, do you agree with the thoughts I have? Do you disagree? Especially if you disagree, I'd love to hear, um, what your thoughts are. Uh, interact with me. Tell me all uh, about your experiences, uh, on Twitter. Uh, it's at hockey underscore locker or Hockey Locker Podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. Well, that does it for episode four. Uh, this one went a little bit long, uh, but I guess I just get on a roll when we're talking about hockey gear. Uh, so I'm looking forward to the next episode when I'll tackle more of your questions and your requests. Please follow the Twitter account at hockey underscore locker and keep that feedback coming in. Until next time, have a good one.